Hello. Welcome back to Showbiz Sisters. Your favorite weekly, um, if with a couple of little exceptions, a few weeks <laughs> off here and there. Uh, you know, we've been busy. busy. We've been busy, girls. Been haven't jet, we, Bess? Jet, we've been high flying jet, 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 jetpack girls. We've been blasting through the universe. Mm-hmm. We've been putting the world to rights, and we're not going to apologize for it. So you need Had, to grow up. Been on a little mission, haven't we? But as I was saying, your favorite weekly chat and advice column, um, inspirational dialogue and... Spiritual healing. Spiritual healing marketplace. Robin Hood Productions. So it's great to be back and it's great to be sharing the seed of our knowledge with all of our hungry, hungry, hungry listeners. Yeah. Um, and let's face it. You must it. be starved. Let's you must face be starved. it. 98% of them are actresses, so they are starving. They are starving. Mm. And um, I've, 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 I've been down that road. Mm. But lucky for me, um, as I've got older, my metabolism has just got so much quicker. So mm. now... Um, I can just, I can eat whatever I want. And you can, you can eat bread again? I can eat bread again. Um, it doesn't make me burst into tears when I see it. You don't literally expand triple, triple, triple my size, triple width. my size. Yeah. Width. My legs don't fit into um, trousers Mm-mm. if I eat a slice of bread. That doesn't happen anymore. No. Because I've grown and um, I'm, I'm living my truth now. So bread doesn't scare me. No, bread doesn't scare me either. Bread, bread stopped scaring me a long time ago. Good for you. Um, yeah, I used to have, I used to genuinely have nightmares about bread. Mm-hmm. And you would break out in hives. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I had to get a tooth, I had to get a, a night guard, a grinding yes. thing. Um, at first, it was because they thought I had a problem with, with just stress, general stress. Yes. But the dentist was able to diagnose it as fear of bread. Fear of bread. Fear bread, of bread tooth. Bread, bread tooth. tooth, yeah. Oh, you don't want to get it caught with a case of bread tooth. That can be one of the not, that can be a silent killer. I used to just dream in bread. Like all the people in the dreams would be just bread people. Yes. So there would just be a number of baguettes. Um, uh, baguettes. Yes. If I was going to fuck a, a type of bread, it would be a baguette. <laughs> obviously. Not for the phallic imagery that it, um, you know, connotes in one's head. A baguette. Um, when, you see, feel... when you see a girl going down the road with a baguette, you're like, well, she has fun. She fucks. That's what I think. A girl with a baguette in her arm, she fucks. She fucks hard. She fucks hard and she fucks mean. And she knows what she wants. Because she's got a hard inside of her mouth. Because the outside of a baguette, especially if you've been leaving it out for a few days, my God, harder than the inside of a diamond. Mm. But you've got that soft interior. And that's what I like in a man. I like a, I like a hard, crunchy outside. You know, give me a little slap. Fucking wake me up in the morning. But then a soft, soft interior, you know, going to cry to me about their dreams. Right. Let's move on now. Let's from move bread. on. So um, we've been all we're really, around really London good. town. Yeah, we have. So we apo- we do apologise um, for our breaking programming, but you know Bessie and JJ. When we get on to something, when we we find it, it's a, we're a dog with a chew toy. We find it difficult to let go, and we decided it was actually your idea. Um, well, it was actually your it idea. Was, Bess. It was. It was spurred on. I'm not going to lie. Yes. By vengeance. By vengeance. Um, but vengeance what better tour. to be spurred on by than vengeance? I don't think that there is a more compelling force in this world than vengeance. I think I feel most alive when I am full of vengeance. Me too. And I feel my healthiest. Mm. You know, my, my thrush goes away mm. and my eczema clears up. And that's when I'm full of vengeance because I'm healthiest. Well, so it got to the point where I the, 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 the anger, um, jealousy, upset... 
um, it was just, it was brimming over. Like you could see it almost coming out my hairline. Yeah, and your hats wouldn't fit for a no. while because your head got all lumpy because you were so bubbling up with the vengeance. Well, so I had to just, I had to make a decision. Like, what am I going to do with all this excess rage? Like, why do I feel like this? And I realized after speaking to you at, at length, it was because, you know, rejection, that is part of the industry. You just get rejected and that's okay. Even beauty queens like us. But it got to the point where it was just consuming me. I could not watch, watch TV without throwing fruit at it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, 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 and the grapes, mm. they were... They were everywhere. They were scattered around your room. No wonder you were having a pest control problem. Well, well definitely. And the ants had a great month um, with my vengeance. Mm. So yeah, I would, I would, I would sit there, watch films, watch, watch TV shows that I'd maybe audition for. You had maybe audition for. I was angry on your behalf, and I would just throw, throw fruit at the TV, just in anger and upset. And I thought I got to do something with this. I cannot keep buying fruit. Yes. Because it is full of sugar. It's just full of sugar. And I know you have a sweet tooth, but sometimes you need to learn how to, you know, just shut yeah. it down. just didn't want to live like that anymore. So I thought, right, what we're going to do is we're going to go on a little tour. We're going to pack our Nissan Micra that we stole. And we're going to go around London town. And we're going to visit all the places we've auditioned. Cast and directors' homes, mainly. Maybe it's, you know, we've auditioned there or we know where they live because we followed them a few times. Whatever. doesn't matter. We're going to go and we're going to visit them and we're just going to park outside mm-hmm. and we're going to see how they live. Yeah. And what's interesting is that this started um, as me sort of being being supportive, being a supportive sister, um, a colleague, friend. Because you were um, a bit zen at that time. I was very zen and I thought, this is, this is Bessie's journey. Um, I actually have a lot of love and light in my heart. Um, because I'm so successful. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to accompany her on this journey and then, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how she progresses. It wasn't until we were outside the casting director's office who wrongfully rejected me from Step Up 4, despite my skills in dancing, breakdancing um, especially, that I realised I had this feeling bubbling up inside of me, making me fizzy in my stomach. Um that I needed to let out some vengeance to. Mm. And so we, my, oh my, has it been the most wonderful few weeks. It was just beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. I think that, and we did film the entire thing. It's going to be a documentary. We're going to try, we're trying to get distribution on Netflix. Um, but we, we got we got snacks. We got we snacks. Got, we got baguettes. We got baguettes and um, we would mix it up. So depending on the type of wrongdoing that the particular casting director, actor, um, somebody who's wronged us had done, we would sort of invent like a like a witch's potion, a, a special concoction of things to, 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 to ruin their day. So with one of them, we went through their bins. Oh, that was a good day. That was a good day. Um, ruffled up the bins, put on balaclavas, obviously, mm. um, just in case they had a security camera. Which um, they did, they, you know. They, they, which they did. They had fancy they security. Um, ruffled up their bins, chucked it all over their front lawn, um, and then placed lots and lots and lots of fake chocolate blood. bar wrappers. Oh. Reese's Pieces, yeah. in particular. Yeah. And fake blood. And fake blood all over their lawn to make them look like they're really greedy and that they they just killed someone they killed someone and then ate loads of Reese's pieces after like a fucking crazy maniac (laughs) so that was that was one of my favorites um Bessie well my favorite I think Mm. so I recently got rejected uh I think the rejection that's hurt me most in my career I'd say 
um, for a, a new character appearing in Octonauts, which oh, is a... Which CB- I know is one of your favourites. C- it's a beautiful show, underestimated. It's a children's show on CBBC, but it's not for children. Do not watch... Do, do not let your children watch it. It is terrifying. Mm. Psychosexual overtones <laughs> in, in Octonauts, I've always thought. So I, I got rejected from a voice in that, a new character. And I had actually gone to the casting director's home in Clapham, and uh, she had a, oh, her house was, I, I, when I went for the initial audition, I did, I did secretly take photos of all of her, like her, like her tiles, mm. her tiles were beautiful, mm. the way she'd done her bathroom, I stole some soap, obviously, she, she had Aesop soap, you can, you've got to steal the Aesop soap if you go to a casting director's house, come on, um, so I did take photos of her bathroom, she had a beautiful shower head, like a really, you know, I, I even had a little shower. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, Refresh I, yourself just before, before the, the audition. Before the room, they were asking you to come into their home so that you can spiritually prepare. Yeah, so I thought Washing I'll have a shower. yourself as part of the process. If you don't have a shower in a custom director's home, you're not taking your job seriously. And in retrospect, maybe going into the audition room, which was her living room, in the face mask, the collagen face mask that was just there. And the sopping wet hair, yeah. right? Dripping onto the floor. Dripping onto the floor. Barefoot. Maybe that was a mistake, but I am human. Sorry for living a little. Sorry for taking a risk and performing your art. Do you have to apologise for that? So I just thought, okay. Octonauts are set underwater. So I, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes they don't understand the subtext, these casting directors, and it's like, please get on board. Get on the same wavelength as me. And I had done my vocal warm-ups in the bathroom while I was in the shower. I did sing Leona Lewis's Bleeding Love a few times. And I did did bring my Bluetooth speaker. My national anthem. I had a great time. I did. So maybe I was slightly annoying. Whatever. But when I went into the audition room and I did my Octonaut speech, it was perfect. I know it was perfect, mm-hmm. and I didn't get it. I did not get that job. So anyway. I know it was perfect, because you left your phone on recorder mode, and you sent me the monologue that, yeah. you, that you did. And yeah, I did add some bits. I, I loved your auditions. I added some flair. That jazz scat routine that you had in the middle. Thank you. Um, I loved the tap dancing routine yeah. that you had decided to add midway through. So it was upsetting. So I thought, okay, if, if we're going to do this tour, we're going to do it right. So when we went back to that house in Clapham, we parked the Nissan Micra outside. Micra? Micra, who cares? Mm. And I thought, okay, we are gonna we are gonna go creative yeah. with this one. So what we did is we we had some costumes. Yeah. We we dressed as Elsa and Anna from Frozen. Exactly. And we went and we rang the doorbell. And she has one of those fancy, you can see who's at the door apps. <laughs> I bet she was a little bit flustered <laughs> seeing, seeing two magical Disney princesses at her door. Because we did look, we were spitting image to Elsa spitting and Anna. Spitting image. So we just did not stop singing Let It Go no. for about two hours. Mm. We eventually, luckily, she wasn't in, was she? It was just no. her children. Yeah, and it they was were just having her a children. Great time. Yeah. They were applauding us. It was like they were watching Frozen. Yeah, and the nanny. Um, she was shedding tears mm. at one point. Well, it turns out she's a fucking actress. Yep. So she had seen our work. Very clever. You see, the thing is, I had a, the, the, she had a glint in her eye and we gave each other a look and as if to say, I'm, there's a reason I'm nannying this house mm. and oh, it's yeah. so I can find out about the good auditions. Mm. And I thought to myself, well, that's a girl on my wavelength. Mm. Gave her my card and we're, we're having a business meeting next week. Yeah. Because Slash, I, I, she's going to come with us on one of the tours. Because I think I could start a nanny network of undercover actresses where we infiltrate important people's homes mm. through the childcare system. You know, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a loophole. Um, Slowly and we will take all, we'll poach all of Bubbles' clients. All of Bubbles' clients. 
and set up your own one set up our own one just for actresses and the only people that can apply directors and casting directors yeah perfect perfect so yeah so the nanny liked us then we saw the casting director pull up in her mercedes obviously yeah ugly a red one yeah disgusting get some taste and we we just didn't leave did we we sat on her front garden um and we just kept singing and we we chained ourselves to her rose bushes yes and we just kept singing. And in the end, the casting director just was on her knees crying. And begging. And begging, begging us, to stop. us to stop. But also begging in a way for us to... Forgive her. Forgive her, really. And to replenish the, the joy that she's lost in becoming such a bitter old hag and being so nasty and disgusting. And it proved that if you do hammer your talent home... If you do not stop singing, let it go on the casting director's front garden rose bed. And, and harassing their children, harassing the people that work for them, not leaving the premises, you know, ruffling up their bins, going through their bins. If you really, really care about what you're doing, that you're eventually going to get an answer at knocking at that door. And yes, there's a restraining order against us now. And yes, we are not allowed to audition for any future Disney projects um, because no. we've... We don't want to anyway. But that wasn't our... That, that's not the point. Don't don't get it twisted. No. We achieved our aims yeah. with our Vengeance Tour. We proved... We, we, we honoured our talent. We honoured our talent and we, we proved a point, yeah. I think, which is that, you know, take the power into your own hands. What have we been saying this whole time on, on this podcast? We've been doing it for years now. Um, we have devoted, devoted listenership. That nanny is one of them. And she's one of them, and that's part of the reason why she was so flustered when she realised who we were. Mm-hmm. Um, but big, big just fan. follow your dreams and don't give up. Don't give up and don't stop singing. Let it go. Um, and you know what's been really fun? The, it's given me my joie de vivre back. It's given mm. me a spring in my step. I don't know about you, but from the way that you're dressed today, I can see that you've got a bit of joie de vivre. Oh, yeah. Because look at this lovely headband mm. um, scarf. Stole it. Stole it. Stole exactly. it from her house. As she, she should. This, was, this isn't actually a headscarf. It's a towel. It's a towel. You see? So you got it from the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a bunch of them piled up next to Aesop's soap. I once had an audition at a casting director's house where she had the entire bathroom was only lit by candles. There were about 30 candles in there. And um, I put my fingers in all of the different waxes and um, let them dry and then eventually um, plucked them off my fingers so that... So that she has the imprints of my fingerprints in her home, in her bathroom, and I think that the the pheromones that I would have been that I would have sort of seeped into the wax remind her of me, mm. and more likely to get the job. Absolutely, what a brilliant top tip! Yeah. You always are sharing the top tips. I on do, this podcast. and I try, and that's what I'm here for. That was my life purpose. Sorry. So I'm my other it. my other top tip is I am not an animal person. No, obviously, no. <laughs> they hate me, but. And you hate them. And you hate them. More importantly, you hate them. I can act like an animal person. I read like an animal person when I'm not. So if they have an animal, the casting directors, and on the tour we did see that there are a lot a lot of casting directors, they have they have animals. They have cats, they have dogs. They have birds. They have birds. And they have fish. And No, go on, please. No. I'm so intrigued. It's just because I did steal a few fish. Yes, and, as I, you and I'm not. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Do you know what's also a great tip? Carry some catnip in your pockets. Mm. Very easy to obtain catnip. Um, if anybody needs a contact, just shoot me an email. Is catnip um, marijuana? No, right. it's basically a natural herb. 
it's an horrible remedy that um, is it's it produces a sort of a cozy sort of trance trance like effect in animals and this works from small cats to big cats you know you put a fistful of catnip in a tiger's face and he's going to be rolling around and he's going to be calling you papa mm. so a great top tip if you're going to a casting director's house where you know that they have animals, hide some catnip in your pockets. And these animals, they're going to go so wild around you that the casting director's going to think, my goodness, if she has this level of magnitude and force just around the animals, imagine her face on, on the big screen. Mm. So, And I often think, if I had a cat, yes. if I liked cats, yeah. and my cat liked an actress I was considering for a role, yes. I... It would be a shoo-in. Yeah. Be a shoo-in. Exactly, because cats are better judges. They're, mm. they're, they're, they're honest. They're not dishonest no. they're in the way that most people can be. No. Um, they, they know who they like, and they mark out their territory, and they, they piss, and they say, this is my corner. And I really think that we could take some of that approach into our lives. Yeah. You know, be piss, more cat. piss in the corner. Mm. This is my well, corner. Well, we did in a few of the gardens. In, absolutely. I, it's all about pheromones. How I'm many times do I have to repeat this? It's all about pheromones. Mark your territory. Mm. Say, this is my land. You're not going to get me out. Absolutely. And, you know, look at us now. Yes, we have a restraining order. Yes, we've been banned from several boroughs of London. But how was it to revisit our London? And to reclaim that 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 sense of self that we lost by their rejection of us. It, absolutely. So I don't regret a thing. No, I don't regret a thing. I don't regret and a thing. And actually, all of these top tips are going into our forthcoming book. Yes, um, so Bessie that's and okay. JJ's uh, book of advice for survival it's, tips it's for actresses. The survival guide for um, actresses. Uh, it's going to be a bestseller if I don't mind saying so myself absolutely. Um, absolutely but we also had a bit of a blast last night we decided we did. to treat ourselves we didn't did. we did we are slightly worse for wear because we had too many jellies too many jellies um, you know how I love a wibble wobble wibble wobble yeah, I mean, the, we went to BAFTA. We went to... It's not the BAFTA. No, but the funny thing was is our invites did get lost in the post, yeah. which has happened before. It seems to happen every year. BAFTA, get it sorted out. But it's okay because we bulk bought a number of tickets, because, so we had a whole row to ourselves. Because a lot of the laymen listening won't realise that as a public member of the public, you are entitled to buy a ticket to uh, any BAFTA event, any, any British broadcasting news event, mm. um, as an audience member. Now, but what... This is the tricky thing. This is the naughty thing. If you know the way around the building, let's say you've bought the blueprint of the Royal Festival Hall beforehand so you know the secret underground passage tunnels, you're going to be able to get from that audience pit member spot mm. into some of the more VIP sections, especially if you have a few disguises under your sleeve. Well, and we made friends years ago with a few of the, the security people who man BAFTA. Yeah, yeah. A blowjob goes a long way. So we basically, we, we, we knew that we were going to get the, the row on the balcony, so we were overlooking where all the celebs And the are. nominees. The nominees. The, nomi the nominos, sorry, yeah. if you don't mind me saying, because yeah. I feel like a lot of them had a bit of a smirky look on their face. <laughs> and well, it's almost as if they were to say, we know that Bessie and JJ... Or they should have been here. So they we, should have been here and they're not. And haha, I'm happy about it. Well, we did have a plan. Mm -hmm. we, we did have a few nominees that we were... We, 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 we do like. We yeah. like as people, but we thought... They needed to be taken down a peg or two. Their performances weren't up to our level. The thing is, with Kate, with Kate, our friend Kate, you know, she... 
she needed to be taken down a peg or two. And do you know what we thought would be a great practical joke? Because we used to do it all the time back in the day. We used to live, we were neighbours. We can't <laughs> We were neighbours, we were, we're good, we're good pals. Bessie, don't be afraid, we're good pals. And back in the day, we used to have a great summerly tradition of a water bomb contest, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and one thing that Kate always loved about us was the fact that we have a strong arm. It's probably from Ash our background. As does she. Oh, she's got a strong arm and yeah. she's got a strong calf. She yeah. knows how to kick. Yeah. Um, we. <laughs> it's probably from our background in sports, I would say, the reason why I've got such a strong throw. Yeah. Um, so something that we used to do to josh around with each other is have a lovely summerly tradition of water bombing each other. Mm. Um, and... We thought as a fun treat to our friend Kate on her big night and to her lovely, gorgeous daughter. Mia, um, Maya. On their big night, as a bit of a reminder about, you know, remember your humble roots. I remember and, how normal you are, And Kate. remember how normal you are to, from the balcony to chuck a couple of water bombs down. That we had written messages on. Written messages. messages. We'd written on a bit of laminated paper. Fuck you, Kate. No. Fuck, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> As a joke, she knows something because it's a secret code. She understands what we mean. She, the second that she would have seen that, she would have whoop ten ten years ago. She would have been back in her memory in a lovely flashback. Squiggly lines would have been in her brain. Mm. Um, so this was the plan to waterbomb Kate and her daughter, um, just as a bit of fun, you know, to give them something to talk about up on stage. But we had they, a little bit of an aiming issue, didn't we? We did. We hit, we hit Amory Duff. We did. And the thing is, she already looked frazzled. And I think that she was extra frazzled by the time she won so her So she award. had to have a quick blow dry yeah. before she went up on stage. to Yeah. Her, her and it less. kind of made her hair, it sat in a bit of a strange way. <laughs> partly because of the blow dry, because of the, the water bombs. And I felt a little guilty. But to be honest, honestly... I'm sure that she appreciated it. I really think that she's somebody that looks like she has a sense of humour. So, um, yes, we were ejected from the building. Um, but the water bomb, the water bombs did go down a tree. They did. And I don't. Again, I don't regret anything. No, but do you know what I really? Do you know what I really don't like is the fact that they edited out the huge standing ovation mm. that we got, the whooping applause, yeah. and people started. There was a Mexican wave going around the yeah, theatre yeah. hall because they I saw, don't think you can say Mexican wave anymore. I think you can. <laughs> I think I can, and I think I will. I think that's what it's called. It's a Mexican wave. Grow up. So, and um, they edited it out, and I don't know how they did it because obviously the show's is, it's done live. But it's almost it's almost like somebody at the BBC said, oh, "I think that if somebody's going to pull hijinks tonight, I think it's going to be those pesky Cube sisters." It's almost like they had it they, j- just in case somebody w- had had edited a bit of audience reaction to fill in in case we got up to hijinks well, again because they, they knew that we would. They were worried about um, stars going up to, for their acceptance speeches doing overtly political statements, weren't yeah. they? And actually what, what happened is they did do the political statements as we were doing the water bombing. Yeah. So what they had to do was cut the political statements. Yeah. They had to just basically cut the speeches quite short yeah. whilst they were tidying up the water. Yeah. And giving Amory Duff a blow dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it all over the stage, didn't we? Yeah. So yeah. it was. It. I. So actually, I. I do feel a little bit guilty that the political statements didn't come through because of our water bombing. But at the same time, we gave everyone a laugh. They take it too seriously. Nobody's watching the Baftas for that. Come on. Yeah. We're so watching I it don't for, regret for, it, and for, I do feel bad that one of the. We also got. Um, we also thought it would be funny, which yeah. I. 
this was a bit bad. Yeah. We thought it would be funny <laughs> to pour a tin of baked beans. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the balcony <laughs> as the memoriam. Yes, for <laughs> the Queen. Yeah. It, do you know what? It was a case of what I like to call good old-fashioned bad timing. And... Um, <laughs> Not just the Queen, it was all the actors who died. All the actors who had died. Um, and unfortunately, the baked beans did spill over a row of... Um, people chi- who were quite affected. People who were deeply affected, but also a bunch of child actors um, who started screaming and crying mm. um, because they were temporarily blinded. But to be honest, this is what I'll always say. If you're in the media from a young age, it's good to be humbled every now and, now and then. Um, to re- to remind you that danger can come from anywhere. And actually, I think what might happen in the future is that this prank thing that we've got going on with award yeah. ceremonies, yeah. because we are planning the Oscars soon, yes. aren't we? Yes, yes. I think maybe they'll start employing us to do the water bombing, to do the baked beans, because it just takes everybody to a different sphere of, right, breathe. Yeah. It's not such a big deal if you lose the Oscar what? or you don't win the battle. Why are we here in the first place? Hmm, let me think. Let's scratch my head. Why do we do performing in the first place? To have fun. To play. To play. To find the colours, to find the light, to find the joy. And sometimes I feel like these fuddy-duddy old events can forget it. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to remind them. Are you? No, not anymore. Are you? Not anymore. Uh, You know, maybe next time we don't take baked beans, we do spaghetti. Potentially. Potentially. Spaghetti Spaghetti alphabet numbers, I think, would probably be the funniest. That would probably have the most comedy value. Well, what we could be, we could be creative. And we could we could get all the letters in the spaghetti hoops yeah. for the specific initials of whoever actor we're targeting. Mwah! Like art being created as as I sit here, giving anyway, birth to great ideas. As we're always, sorry, Amory Duff. That's what we got to say. We're sorry, Anne. We're sorry, Annie. Okay. Um, you still look great. You and your speech fabulous. was lovely. Fabulous, absolutely fabulous. And to be honest, I saw that cheeky glint in your eye, and I know you enjoyed it too. So, um, Kate, we're gonna get you next time. Yeah. Don't. Don't you feel safe for a second, Kate. Good old Kate. Good old Kate. Cheeky Kate. Right. So I think that's enough top tips for today. Definitely. Thank I you feel very much for listening, fantastic. everybody. I feel quite low. Me too. Um, but, but that's okay. That's, that's okay life, too. That's it? life, yeah. Let's go and fill some water bombs now. I've got some balloons downstairs. Exactly. Let's go off the balcony and mm. let's just make some people's days a Absolutely. little bit more wet. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Sweet dreams. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.